All right, welcome to the Bite Thy Thumb podcast. We are back again with uh, the three of us, hoping that people are gonna listen. <laughs> uh, we were just we well, just yeah, got I mean, off. this week. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we just got we just got off talking about a uh, little little Peaky Blinders talk, as the uh, the fellas like to do sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I, agree. I gotta say, um, at least tonight, because. Like the last weeks, because we kind of drink before we do this. I like I I drank. I actually drank like a decent amount tonight for the first time Respect. in like a while. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. So as My, a heads up to our listeners, we uh <laughs> we like to get a little a little lubed up before our our show here. That's an understatement. Got a couple couple fellas here with some anxiety issues, so we like to <laughs> we like to get a little some of the nerves out of the way, uh, not in a in an unhealthy way. Sorry. Of course, one eight hundred gambler. Uh, yeah. So to to start us off here, I got the uh, the Warriors game on. I don't want to get too much into sports. To uh, I want to get my my pal James involved. I drew You're right. A... There there are no big sporting events happening currently, so we will no. not uh, touch will, on those. We will get to the Super Bowl in our Super Bowl predictions. Although well, the, I do... the big game, the big the big game. No, no, no. We're, you're allowed. Uh, we're you're not allowed catching to any say it. on podcast. I, I, I'm confused because I, I was actually talking to Kendra about this. Like, there are certain like when like some companies have advertisements, they'll say the big game yeah. or that that football thing that's happening on Sunday. Like, like the Super Bowl is like the plague. I, there's some sort of copyright thing there. There is, yeah. I think it was bigger in like the early 2000s because i don't do you remember like the movie the game plan with the rock and madison pettis like it came out when we were like kids um it was like his like first rom-com kind of movie but uh he was like a professional he was like in a professional football player but they he won quote unquote like he said like the big game like he they couldn't say the super bowl in the movie's name and i think it's just because if you make a certain amount of money off of something like you like at that point, you're profiting off of it. the plot included him winning that. He, so he I did, think, what's up? He did a lot of movies with her. I was thinking of the Tooth Fairy one too. That's I thought that was one you were talking about at first. Remember he did like a Tooth Fairy movie with with Madison too. Yeah, that but that was uh that was hockey and like they he didn't like he was like the AHL so like it was like he didn't have to see like the Stanley Cup in it ever. Um, oh. But like I think I think it's because. Hit, like it wasn't the whole story but like his like number one moment at the end of that movie was like he wins the super bowl so like they can't say super bowl because it's like that's like their their the penultimate yeah, yeah yeah like it's like the penultimate moment of the movie so i think if it's like in passing you can say it but like that's like a major part of the plot like i, I don't think you can be like we're going to go with the fairy super. yeah you never saw the tooth fairy you never see no. the guy who plays the tooth fairy that like helps him 
is uh, one of the original creators of The Office, like the 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 UK Office. It's different versions. The UK one was first, yeah. Uh, uh, Steve, what is Steve, Ashley Judd from? A lot of things, but Stephen Merchant is the uh, he stars in it, and uh, yeah, he he was the him and um, uh, Ricky Gervais were the two creators of the original Office. Ricky Gervais created the Office. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, even know Stephen that. Merchant and Ricky Gervais they had a one season show in the UK called The Office. And how did they get to the US? Did they did yeah, they like a podcast about that? Yeah, I didn't great, even know uh, that. A great Spotify podcast. Shout out my boy Brian Baumgartner, who plays uh, Kevin Malone in The Office. He did a, I think it's a nine-part series on Spotify. Um, it's awesome. It's each episode's about forty minutes, and they did. It's bas- It's called the. Um, I can look it up. So wait, um, so the guy who played in The Office, that's the, his podcast. The U.S. Office, yeah. It, it, it yeah. only went like nine episodes. Um, that's crazy. Is it good? It's Have you an, seen it? What the the office? UK version? No, yeah. I refuse to watch it just because like I I love the US one so much. I don't want to like, and I don't I don't get a lot of UK humor. Um, uh, but the, oh. but the the podcast is an oral history of the office. Um, it's twelve episodes. It's awesome. It's so good, and it explains how, because like. When they were filming, as like most sitcoms is this like until the streaming era kicked in, like when you were a network TV show, you spent every season being like, We're gonna get cancelled. Like there's there's no way we like continue this show. Um, because like it's so hard to get like the country to watch something consecutively. Um This is so weird. Yeah. I'm just looking at pictures of the UK office, it's like a weird It's different, yeah. It's old it's old too. Like it's early it, it's like 2000, I think, was when it aired. Um, wow, this is weird. Oh, sorry. Uh, so I'll let me finish the statement. And I'll, I'll bring up the next topic because Jared, yeah, I do have something. To? I have. Uh, I don't know. Um, I have something to bring up from last week, and then we'll, we won't do too much sports. But um, no. So, come so on. the the office. So it, up, it, the podcast is like a, it's a series and on how like they became from this like show where they, they didn't think they get a second season. They didn't think they get a third season. They couldn't get people to watch after Steve Carell left. Spoiler alert. Um, and then like they uh, like now in, in 2019, so not like not even like COVID stuff in, sorry, no, the year 2018, uh, the Office was watched a billion hours on Netflix. Is it finally off Netflix or is it still yeah, on there? It's on, it's on Peacock now. Yeah, You now, wanted it to be off or you just were expecting it to, to be off now? No, no. M- NBC had announced about it was like a year ago. Oh. They, were, they were pulling all their shows off. Um, and then, oh, so I did have one thing I wanted to bring up. Let me, let me uh, fix this real quick. Have you seen The Office, Jay? Oh, yeah. I, I've watched it a couple times. Oh, so you've seen it like every every episode kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, I've seen every every episode. I didn't know that. Have you not? No, I, I no, honestly, like I want to because I, I like when you can just watch one episode randomly and then you can kind of already get into it, which is cool. Like you don't have to really know what's going on to understand it, which is why it's just really good, like how they wrote it. But I just haven't really got into it yet. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things that you have to like kind of be into when you're 17. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not going to like it as much if you start to get into it when you're, you know, 24 and an adult, but yeah. It it's good for what it is. It was really good honestly like background noise like a lot of times like if I had someone over and I didn't know what to do, I'd be like oh, the office. Going to put on the office. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really know. I didn't even know you really watch shows like that honestly cuz you don't really talk about shows. It's one of the few that I uh, one of the few that I've actually watched in its entirety. Like I watched Parks and Rec a little bit. I can't even say that I finished it honestly. I I know you're not like a big Parks. I go I like the Parks versus Office debate is one of my favorite things to have just because I love them so uh, both of them so much. But um, I am a Parks is better than the Office person. Um, which one came first the, the office, office right yeah the okay. the right the major writers and the showrunner of the office after i think season three or four left to go start the uh to start parks um and that's when like that's when you notice like the dip in quality in the office versus like Parks had like a bad first season and like it, it takes off and just gets better every other season every season after. Um just because like they had the all like all of the, the good writers from the office migrate to Parks. Wait, and, and, then, and was that? Parks um what do you do you think Parks would exist if it wasn't for the office? No, or? no, no, no. No, it it was the idea of the, the showrunner. Um oh god, what is his name? Um, but the the showrunner of the of of the office was like, oh, I want like a similar style show, but like okay. they had another idea, yeah. And then um, okay. Michael Michael Schur, who is like now known as one of like the biggest TV writers um, in the world, because uh, he did he wrote for The Office, he wrote for Parks, he played Moe's in the uh, in The Office, um, Dwight's cousin. And then now he wrote The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine Nine, so he's like, in, he's getting huge. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, because I didn't. I thought I was because you know how like sometimes with anything like music or shows or whatever, there's usually like multiple of the same thing that just kind of happen at the same time. So I, I thought like The Office and and um, Parks and Rec were just happening, were just kind of like happening on their own. I didn't know that one was based off the other. That's why so, was... so they happened consecutively, but like it was one with, yeah. right. Like one, like the office had like three seasons, but I think before parks was even like started. Um. Oh, but I did want to bring up something from last week's episode and it was brought to my attention by my, my lady pal. Um. So we got into the discussion about the Washington football team changing its name and how, Jared had said no sports te- no sports franchises have the same names. Oh, I'd love to hear this. <laughs> and they apparently, because I refused, like I, I like I panicked. You know how I am. I crumbled. I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, apparently, so many of them do. Which <laughs> the Ari- ones? The Arizona Cardinals and the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> okay, that's a good example. That's uh, one. The Winnipeg Jets and the New York Jets. Hockey's not a real sport. Continue. 
Oh, it's going to keep with hockey. Florida Panthers and the Carolina Panthers. No, All right. So besides the fake sport of hockey. No, uh, that's fair. Those are good ones. Uh, the, New, uh, the Texas Rangers and the, and the New York Rangers. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. And then baseball has copied. I, mean, I guess everyone's copied baseball. But, like, there's a lot of, like, baseball copies. Uh, well, in your perfect world, you'd like them to be named the Washington Congresswoman or the Washington <laughs> House of Representatives. Oh, no, no, I, I think I, I, I had a pretty good idea. Uh, we won't harp on this too much because we went over it last week. But uh, I thought, the, what about the monuments? Just like oh, God. you kind of envelop like the whole city. Yeah, but no, people... I'm, I'm going to go sign a $200 million contract with the monuments. Said nobody. No, because my thing All is... All right, but no one wants to like, go to D.C. anyway. <laughs> You're right. The monuments won't help that. <laughs> no, it's I not going to help, but at least... No, the equalist is terrible. Fuck the equalist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. It's not terrible. <laughs> the monuments. No one even likes the monuments in D.C. anymore. There's like two that people are okay with. That's all the monuments are all getting taken down. Even it's like, let's make them a fucking team name. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say the statue <laughs> you think that's weird though that washington dc is in a state but it's still like the capital it should be it. i honestly only loosely understand that entire dynamic like to be honest yeah. i i feel yeah. like it's yeah, the no. 51st state according to some people a question mark no like what, what state did what state does a football team belong to or like the sports it team? doesn't it's it's the what it's, it, it's the dc area because oh. because it's the they're in the nfc east so they're not the washington state yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah, but they it don't was, belong to like Virginia or anything, right? No, it was done so Virginia and what's the other state that it borders? Uh, Maryland. It, Maryland. So it, it was so the, the two states didn't have didn't own the capital of the country. Um, so oh, they, I see. They okay. made it, it, it's its own district, but like that's a big point of contention right now because they like the people of DC don't technically have representation in the in the in the in the government um okay like the federal government because there's like there's like senators and representatives from virginia and um maryland but there's no representatives from dc from dc yeah like dc doesn't have representatives um at all that's so you know, weird. You know what I mean? Honestly. Yeah, like so, like DC is the capital, and like people live there full time <laughs> as like rep as like yeah. residents of DC, but they don't have representation as like people of DC as like the District of Columbia. Um, I don't know who they you guys vote been there, for. Right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know who. Did they you vote not go for. on an eighth grade DC field trip? No, wasn't that just for like the honest kids? No, it wasn't. No. I don't oh. think so. Or maybe that's what they said it was. I feel like everybody said that no one wanted to go on it. And that was just like the like the honest kids field trip or something. I mean, to be honest, I, I I hope the sponsors of the trip don't listen to this, but it was fine, <laughs> but it was honestly like a hundred and two degrees. And like Oh my god, it's so hot there. You know, learning <laughs> about awful. your government's history is cool, but like when you got to trudge through the 102 degree weather on like the steaming sidewalks of DC, like with your eighth grade class that you only mildly like, it gets a little chippy at times. So I like quote unquote camped. 
in DC when I went there. Uh, we stayed at a camp. No. <laughs> what is that? Well, because like we stayed in a cabin, but like so it's like like tent camp. You know what I mean? Like people wouldn't like it had like an air conditioner. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they wouldn't consider a camp. Like but we like stayed on a campground, and like to be honest, thank God we had that air conditioner because every day we were there it was 107 degrees <laughs> oh my god and like that's like like that's like fall hu- or like spring hu- no it's humidity oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah so like you just like we would just walk outside like because you'd like do we, we did like the whole mall so we did okay most of like all the smithsonian's but like so like you're in a smithsonian for two to three hours and you feel great because it's air conditioned. It's awesome. Oh, and then, okay, and then okay, you yeah. walk outside and you just, you walk out in like this like wet, gross, hot. It hits like, you right away. Climate, too. like swamp climate. It's awful. You know, you yeah. know what's even crazy too is that the, you, you think that the museums are close, but they're really not. Like, no. They're, they're like all 10 <laughs> to 15 minutes away at least. Because when you hear like the National Mall and like yeah. you see like the inauguration videos or like, protest videos like like it seems like it's just like one big line and it's not that like bad condensed. oh my it's enormous <laughs> like, to get from like the space uh, uh smithsonian space and air and space and then like yeah. to like african-american culture it's it's oh. like a mile and a half it's i know awful. it's a and even if you walk straight like you can walk through the park but it still takes forever yeah and, and there's only like one subway like oh I yeah mean, i'm sure i'm sure someone will like correct me on this but like <laughs> i remember like we could only get in and out like one way it was and uh like all of the federal buildings are so close to one another except for like the big ones like the capital is so far from oh, yeah. the white house <laughs> it sounds like carson wentz who has been elbowed in the head several times is right on the brink of being traded this is really the only sports related point that i wanted to bring up tonight Ethan, do you think there's any chance that the Patriots are going to trade for Carson Wentz? I really hope not, honestly. Because the team that trades for him, obviously, the the reports are saying right now that it's going to be the Colts or the podcast. It's not a. It's not like Colts or the Bears. No Bears. Which, like, uh, I mean, I don't think the Bears are any further along realistically than the Patriots are, but I know that I, I, I know the 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 Eagles said they want to get a Stafford like return for him, but I, I really, I, I really no. think that the only chance that Belichick yeah. gets him is that on a on a buy low kind of thing. So. It's it's literally like with <laughs> Deshaun Watson is on like the table right now. Well, they're not getting Deshaun Watson. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like, because he's on the table, Carson Wentz, <laughs> a second round pick. Like, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I, I think the Colts. This is the thing. The Colts have the 21st pick. I still think that they're able to make a move on somebody. Like, like I think they're definitely exploring the Deshaun possibilities yeah. if they can because they have a fantastic the, defense and they're really a QB away. But they also could be a Jameis Winston 
or even a Teddy Bridgewater away because the Panthers have the eighth pick. They could go get their own quarterback yeah. in the draft. So I just honestly, this whole offseason, I've been like, who's the Patriots quarterback going to be? Because there's really no obvious name that stands out. Right. And I really don't think that they're going to get one at 15. It makes more sense for them to take a receiver at 15. Yeah. And I don't know. When sucks, was, but I'm surprised that the, the Bears. I mean, I know it's just because of like the uniform hype, but I'm, I'm, sh- I'm surprised that they're not, maybe not because they're kind of a terrible franchise. Uh, they're not pushing more for Deshaun. Um, they've got the defense, like they, they're, they're not ready, ready, but like they're contenders if they throw a top five quarterback on their squad. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't know what they I, – I can look up their cap situation now, but the, the deal is their GM and head coach are both kind of on, like, one-year trial periods. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I think they'd be very good candidates to be trading away a ton of first-round picks because who gives a shit if you're about to get fired? You may as well trade all the first-round picks to try to save your job anyways. You know what I mean? Also, like, but, the – I don't know. I, I we, we live in a win-now culture. And the Bears, like you've, how long do they have um, the the line the defensive back? Um, Khalil Mack. Yeah, Mack. How how long do they have him for? Three more years. I'm looking it up right now. And like, they're a decent squad. Like, why not buy in now? You know, like you're. You've suffered, like your fans have suffered knowing that like they could have picked Patrick Mahomes and like you picked fucking Mitch Trubisky. Um like get give like you you'd be locked in at Deshaun for like four or five years to see just great quarterback play. I don't know. And like that changes everything for you. When you've when you've got someone who can actually sling it and like read plays, <laughs> and like doesn't panic, and I don't know has skill. Is well, I mean, of course the they run. haven't had a, they haven't had as good of a quarterback as Deshaun in God knows how long. I, I can't think of the last time they had a decent quarterback. Because they had Cutler, you know, the the peak of average, uh, and his peak. Yeah, I, I don't know. They, I just honestly have been trying to figure out who the Patriots are going to end up employing a quarterback for a long time. And yeah. I know the Brissette possibly makes sense, but that really seems like an underwhelming option. Yeah. I do think that the 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 idea that Bill Belichick being 71 and, you know, or however the hell old he is, and really kind of being on the last leg of his career, he's going to want to make a meaningful, you know, push at it for the yeah. end of it. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. Is he really that old? I didn't even know that, honestly. Yeah, Belichick is uh, is is coming to the end of his of his of his tenure with the Patriots. I mean, he's seventy one. His his son is a coach, so he's, he's probably wrapping it up. But I, I think that with Brady doing his thing that he's doing without the Patriots, that they're going to want to at least be competitive without Brady once. This might be a dumb question, but Carson Wentz, he's a quarterback for the, the Falcons or some one of the, the Eagles or something? He, he, so he's a quarterback for the Eagles. So we, we lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl 
And he was their starting quarterback all year, but he actually got hurt and didn't finish the year. Their backup quarterback beat us in the Super Bowl, which is crazy. And yeah, and he came back the next year and he's never honestly really been the same. He was so good that year. He almost won the MVP, but after that, like he had a bunch of mental kind of kind of issues and he wasn't able to really be himself and like in like concussions and stuff or just like personal well he got he got injured a lot but like no it was more like oh okay okay. more like he just kind of you know because they won the super bowl at the backup and then he came back and they actually kind of struggled when he came back and it's not like the backup was any better but it was just kind of a weird mental thing for him to kind of go through and you know, yeah. he, he disagreed with the coach and stuff. And then they actually drafted a, another quarterback in the second round, which is really early. And he actually ended up being pretty good. So they benched this guy and now he wants to trade. So it's, it's a whole thing. It's like an ego thing, not necessarily ego, but just kind of, uh, kind of an ego thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not like, is he kind of like a dick or he's, well, he, he was offended, you know? Yeah. You no, know, that's the thing. Like, realistically if your quarterback gets hurt if your backup quarterback is some like you know scrub 36 year old you're screwed because if your quarterback sucks then your team sucks but you know when when teams draft a backup quarterback or like you know a young prospect you know who's 21 and they spend that high of a pick on them it might make a 28 or 29 year old quarterback like once a little insecure that you know oh this guy's my replacement you know he's coming oh yeah i mean but that's hard though too if you think about it like you spend your whole life getting to that point yeah absolutely especially when when injuries have played into it and stuff it's definitely not easy but yeah but it's it's about winning at the end of the day so what can you do like yeah, it's it, it it's a very <laughs> a very strange situation all around. Um, and how old was Brady when he started playing? Oh god, I think Brady was twenty one when he started. Like, was he older? I thought he was older. Oh no, when he, when he actually when he started playing like in in place of Bledsoe. Oh. Uh, yeah, when he was a rookie, that's a good question. I'll I'll find that out right now. I think he was probably twenty three. Actually, that sounds about right. When he started, like when he won the Super Bowl. Like his first Super Bowl? I think he was 25. Really? I, I thought he was older. He wasn't any uh-huh. older than that, no. And was Patrick ever a backup quarterback? Or he was just... Mahomes, he just, yeah. One, he, year, one year for Alex Smith. Wow. Which is the way... Like I, I said last week, the way it should be. Well, like you come in as a, like a secondary, and then you kind of No, work just here. like take a year to train in the NFL system. Like... Oh, like, like to get used qu- to it. Yeah, like NFL trainers, NFL coaching systems, weight rooms. Like, learn how to do that, you know? I mean, I don't know. I could probably do it. I don't need <laughs> you're, just, you're built I, different, though. Like, I, yeah. I just come in and they're just like, nah, he, he, <laughs> he, he can start. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like really he, coach? Uh, Tubman's got that arm, like no one understands. He can. Did you ever? It. Did you ever think about playing football, like no. a, a, like on a team ever? Yeah, no, you would get killed. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I would too. I can't even say anything. I would. Well, I would. You I would know. Freak out. Coaches always wanted like me and especially Jeremy to play because Jeremy was big, but oh, you know okay, okay. we were kind of in the same boat where like we liked you know like like flag football was great like we liked the that part of football but 
the smashing your yeah. heads together like during practice and like hitting like hard hitting drills and shit like that like the the brain damage part of it no. like we were just kind of less into like i never even really like like play i never played like for a team or anything like jeremy my brothers tried but they they really didn't enjoy it very much because of that so they didn't last more than like a week or anything so <laughs> what position do you think you could play though if if you tried? be a tight end Tight end, definitely. I I was an awesome pass catching tight end in, in flag football. It was a lot of fun. But I'm also short as fuck, so it probably realistically like piece of shit wide receiver. Per my complexion, I uh, I'm actually a decent uh, slot receiver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun. Like 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 yeah. it's a lot of fun. Like I I think like that's a like a really fun thing that we could do. Like when everyone comes over, like have a nice little pickup football game yeah. because. You know, when everyone's kind of on the same playing field, it's a great time. That's why I loved playing intramural flag football in college. Like, oh yeah, you did. I forgot you did that a lot. Same, yeah. It was so much fun, it, and it was so serious. Like, we actually had a good team. We had a bunch of rugby kids on it. It we was. Had, we had that. Uh, you met him, like uh, that kid George, who <laughs> he was just. He was just our like our Randy Moss. Like, yeah. It, it was like the uh, Harrison was the quarterback, and it was like, yo, I know George is somewhere down there, and just threw it. Like, uh, but we made it to the championship our senior year, and then uh, we just got we kind of we we were up with like a like three minutes left, and we just crumbled towards the end. It was a heartbreaker. Our our teams our leagues were so freaking competitive. The entire like varsity baseball team had like just an unbeatable playoff team. It was like they were all freaking six four, unbelievable yeah. athletes. Well, our- our, like we always played in like the mid division, but like the frats were in that one, so like we didn't have divisions, yeah. Oh yeah, well I, because like in like the BU sports, like I, we didn't have football, so like the like when it came to flag football, like the kids who would have like played football at BU, like they were in like that top division, so no one ever wanted to play in that one. Um, it was like intramural hockey at bu was good enough to play d3 schools elsewhere so it, like you had to you had to pick your division in intramural carefully so you don't <laughs> curb stomped <laughs> yeah because i remember you tell me like people took that very serious right mm-hmm. some people they yeah uh... because like people like because be money on it a... too right like you guys would actually put money on some of the games uh, uh no like, no it was but just it all was... for fun you pay, you had to pay for intramural like it was like twenty five bucks to play. I think. Oh really? Ours was free. That was different. But it it paid for your flags, I think, or shirts or whatever. James did uh did Mercy have any intramurals and stuff? Not really. I mean, I think the biggest thing at that school was soccer. The camp. Okay. The, a lot of a lot of the campuses, maybe in the city, is different. But at least around where the school was, there's not really any places to. To have there's there's just not many like fields or there's teams that do it. I don't know. Right. The school is small and it's really spread out. Uh, <laughs> is that but, bad? But did is you that... have did you have intramurals at school or like uh yeah I know, just, I know you because you guys it, had sports like like school sports teams but yeah yeah have, like... yeah we had flag football and we had soccer and we didn't have baseball for some reason but yeah we had flag football actually I went. <laughs> I went to the, they had like a trial one time and like my, you know, the people I live with, they were like, oh, let's go. You know, it might be fun. 
Mm-hmm. And then honestly, it was it was like all of us, and we're all athletic. We're not none of us are athletic. Like <laughs> one of my roommates is like six four and just like severe, like really overweight. And then his like a waste of height. I his roommate it. is like five three. Like he was he was really fit, but he right. just didn't want to do it. But we showed up, and then we were just watching like everybody take it seriously, and we were just like, uh, nah. And then we time to go. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, what I was gonna I was gonna ask them. Uh, isn't there like a lot of players that aren't like super ridiculously tall that are receivers i feel like i've seen that yeah at least yeah there's that, like right? 511 511 receivers and stuff like that yeah. yeah right you don't have to be big it's just like the it's more about quickness and breakaway speed like like breakaway speed yeah so like if you can that's just like a lot of training though to get that good uh it's a lot it's but... natural talent too so like yeah. when you, when it comes to a point where like like t- a guy like tyree kill who's not super tall but he was an Olympic sprinter before he became like, like a Olympic qualifying um, sprinter before he went to the NFL. Yeah. So like there's, no, there's no beating him and on like one-on-one in a, in a foot race. You don't um, think so? No, like, it, it's, it's well known around the league that like, you can't single cover him. And ex- and if, it, if you're going North South on the field, like he's going to be open. If you want to go one-on-one coverage, um, this is kind of a little unrelated. I'm not trying to like get off topic, yeah, no, no, but no. like, are are they um, what are they doing about the Olympics? I've heard canceled, like just this whole year. They're not gonna like yeah, push it back. Yeah, I've anything. heard Japan just lost the Olympics. It, it they'll it'll get reset. Like um, they'll they'll get it another time, but like they we have to wait. Yeah. Wow, that um, sucks for the athletes because they spend forever training. I have moment. I have heard they're trying to figure that out to to not cancel it yeah. because of the fact that like gymnasts like you're like unless you're you know Simone Biles or Ali Raisman like who can go to multiple Olympics mm-hmm. when you're a gym like a, like a gymnast you only <laughs> you only get oh, like yeah, yeah. So one many time years. yeah and like especially for like the women's gymnasts. If you're born in the wrong year, like that's it. Like you just, you just know you're never, you're never going to the Olympics because like you'll be too old by the time like the next one is. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you watch the Olympics, Jerry? I don't even know. Do you just that? curling exclusively, curling. <laughs> just the Winter Olympics. I mean, like I watch the basketball and moves when it's on. Mostly yeah. stuff that I'm actually interested in, like. I actually do kind of like watching the caroling sometimes. I find it kind of satisfying, but it's very I mean, interesting. If there's like a final thing, like for a medal, maybe I'll tune in, but I'm pretty casual, honestly. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I've, I, I go back and forth based on like the winter and summer Olympics. Um, like I really enjoy like winter Olympic hockey. Um, I really enjoy like winter Olymp like the, the the snowboarding events, like the the half pipe events where like they, they have to do all the tricks and stuff. Back when like Apollo Ono would was a speed skater, that was really cool to see like someone like dominant like that. Um, but summer is just cool because the swimming is so interesting. Oh yeah, you you were like a big um, I, I know you always kind of talked about the um the swimming team or like the swimming events yeah ryan, ryan lochte no i do not i do not like ryan lochte michael Why? phelps uh <laughs> i was a big fan when he was in his prime and then like i like katie ledecky who's the the female swimmer 
didn't Ryan Lochte wasn't he the one that like faked being abducted into a yep. van and held by gunfire? Oh yeah, he's a piece of shit. He sucks. What a yeah. wild, what a wild thing that happened like so long ago. <laughs> what a wild thing to just like get yourself on the internet for. <laughs> he also trademarked the word chia. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> yep, chia. <laughs> so form. so a real interesting guy, you know. <laughs> Brutal. Is he still good or is he like uh, he's, he doesn't swim anymore? I think he's still professional. I think he's still good. I think he'll be in the next Olympics. Um, yeah, nice yawn there, Jared. Yeah, you're only really like Olympic bound for like the <laughs> the prime years, like up until you're like what is it like 26 realistically? Most like yeah, most of the Olympic sports, like you're you're not like good after <laughs> after you turn like 24, <laughs> just because the the way that like athletics. The, the competition increases, um, which is what makes, like, someone like Ali Raisman or Simone Biles or Michael Phelps, like, so impressive because, like, they just kept going back and winning gold medals. Um, I mean, Simone only went to one, but she'll probably be in the next one. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I think the summer just has more more variety of things that are, like, interesting. Uh, the running events are really cool. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the ball-throwing one. Oh, the shot, like all the track events, like, yeah. like the shot put or the uh, the javelin, um, which is usually dominated by like the the Russian team. Because I f- do they have performances at the Olympics, or is it just the opening one? They do the opening performance and the closing. They don't have like a halftime thing. There's no. It's... Yeah, they do. They do like um, the weekend performs the halftime show at the Olympics. Oh. It's like two weeks long. There's no We're exactly halfway through the Olympics. It's day seven. Here they, they, is the weekend. They just stop the athletes that are in the middle of like yeah. doing shit. That, that's actually a good segue because I meant to ask about, you know, I, yes. I, I was just curious talking about the lore of, of the Super Bowl and the halftime shows and whatnot. Right. Um, I'd never looked into the Prince Super Bowl halftime show, mm. which I know is like a very phenomenal. Famous- yeah, which actually I, I now understand is widely regarded as one of the best live performances ever. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I watched a little, a nice little video, um, where they talked about you know the the circumstances behind it, where it was like downpouring and like mm-hmm. torrential rain and like crazy wind and stuff, like it was like insane. And they had a bunch of like crazy dance routines and stuff planned. And they called Prince and were like, Hey, like, is this all right? And he was like, you know, if they can make it harder, I wish they would like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was such a savage. And, and they were talking about how slippery the stage was. And like, he just absolutely slayed everything. And like, it had like the craziest guitar solos and stuff. And cause he brought James, out the, I gotta the, see the, the specialized, like his Prince design guitar. Yeah. And James, I know pretty much the only thing that you're useful for is the guitar. So maybe you could comment, you know. I I can share my screen and we can play it. Get on the audio. Is that copyright? (laughs) That's a good question. That's a really good question. We can always just mouth and make the noises of the guitar. You guys just imagine right now, like Prince, like just jamming (laughs) out to a, you know, Purple Rain guitar solo. But it was really cool. Like, and I know like. uh, Oh shit, it it was Purple Rain. The only reason I was, I would, yeah, it was like crazy. And the only reason I was curious is because, you know, the, I, I saw something on Facebook today that was like the weekend who was performing yep. at this year's Super Bowl halftime show. 
he spent like seven million dollars of his own money. Who knows really? if it's really true, but no, he did. They yeah. said he spent seven million of his own money just to make it like freaking crazy. So mm-hmm. didn't even get I'm a Grammy. Ob- He's such a I performer. Know. I think it's gonna be good. Like I'm excited. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. He's- I mean. The Super Bowl is like every artist's, you know, you really don't get multiple shots at it unless, no. I mean, I'm sure some people have gotten like two, but Drake actually hasn't done, right? No, right? Oh, actually, oh. I, uh, during a podcast, excuse me, I was listening to this week. Um, I thought you were going to throw it there for a second. To no. <laughs> I can hold my, uh, hold my liquor. Imagine uh, you can just like barf, like on the side of the camera. He's like, we'll cut that out. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd leave that in because, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm devoted to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> actually, I was listening to a, pod, uh, a podcast this week. Apparently, whenever an artist performs, uh, it, it makes sense, but whenever they perform the halftime show at the Super Bowl, like on an average or something, their album, like not just streams, album sales go up like an average of 600%. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ever late like Lady Gaga was what three years ago? So like, album sales aren't really a th- like they they still sell albums, but it's, it's not like as big as like streaming services anymore. People but who do you think is buying those albums though? I'm always curious about that. Right, it's, it's not it's, it's not us. It's not people like you know. It's the fans, yeah. But like, it's the fans instead of or like old people who are like, oh it's yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like but like so uh, I think it was. I think it was Lady Gaga. Like after her performance, her album sales went up one thousand percent. Wow! Oh, good question here. What is what is like? Obviously, it's hard to know which one is your favorite. But what's one yep. you really liked and one you really hated? A, a Super Bowl halftime performance. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's hard too because I can it, only remember it, the recent ones. Does it count ones that I've watched online that I didn't see live? Of I mean, course. It, yeah, I, mean, it's the same I, I haven't seen fucking any of them live. I'm not a rich person. No, I haven't been able to attend any no, Super Bowls. I, sorry, I meant like, does it count like, <laughs> does it count ones that like I've only seen, like past tense, but I've seen them I, like on YouTube? That's a, I don't know. That's yeah, kind of, of a good course, point though, because yeah. it, it's like a different feeling when you're watching it separated from the actual game. I don't know, because like, I wa- I've watched many a Super Bowl halftime show for the Patriots playing in it. But yeah, for this case, yeah, let's say yeah, because there's gonna, it's probably more. Okay, so so yeah, ones that the options. pages have played in. Anyone, anyone that you've seen that you like, and one that you didn't like. Okay. Um. So I'm just going back through them. So last year, yeah, I gotta look was up, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Woo! I do not remember that at all. I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, uh, I didn't think it was as big as every. It's not. It was good, but I don't know. I remember. Moon five. I just remember I remember yeah. Shakira showing up J-Lo. It looked fantastic, but <laughs> yeah. I don't really remember anything groundbreaking there. No, it wasn't that Five big. the year before, kind of same thing. Um, I heard a lot of people didn't like it, but I feel like his performance just – like he can probably do better, but I just – that was he, probably one I didn't like. I didn't like it wasn't one. a good live performance. He sang live. and It, it was it, so out of key. Yeah, it wasn't good. Justin Timberlake played in 2018. 2018 is just that hands was down – Honestly, 2018 the most the least memorable Super Bowl of all yeah. time. But like, it, what was it? it was fucking a good performance. Thirteen to three or whatever it was ridiculous. But le- wasn't Lady Gaga? Was she the one we lost or was she Falcons? She's the one we lost. You're absolutely wow. right. Yeah. She headlined yeah. 2017. That was good. I remember. Yeah, that was a good one. That was Pepsi really, Zero really Sugar. They sponsor pretty much everyone, which is interesting. I I, I hate that one 
for the f- not because we lost, but just the fact of how stressful that game was. That was the most stressful yeah. game I've ever watched. And like I watched 2018 like you know, it was like 3-0 at halftime or whatever. Like but like the Philly game We lost to some true pieces of shit versus the Philly oh, game. Jesus fuck that game. 80 Perry, I remember who, that one. That was who a was big 2016. Line. Was that Kitty? Damn, Damn I play it was 2016. Who? Coldplay, and they had special guests. Special guests, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars performed that too. Oh, wait, was that the Beyonce? Was that the the Beyonce when she did the uh, yeah the Michael Jackson yeah tribute? Mm -hmm. Oh God, I don't even know. Um, that was a good. That's a really good one. The year before that, whoever mentioned it was Katy Perry. That was that might have been me. That was Super Bowl Fifty. That one sucked. That was the, the shark that did like the stupid ass dance. Oh my god! Left shark and right shark. Wow, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. In How many times did Bruno Mars Bruno, Bruno, No, Bruno. When he featured, he was awesome. That was yeah. Really good. He's got that a great was, voice. I mean, I mean, he's a great live performer. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Beyonce was 2013. No, Madonna sorry, sorry. It was 2013. Was the James was the oh. Beyonce. The dance that uh, got like that got made fun like that was not liked by uh by the the right side of the country. <laughs> oh, because that was kind of like when it was starting like to get popular, right? Like, that that was like thing. yeah, that I think that was mid uh like the, orig- the original Black Lives Matter movement Booty in twenty thirteen. No, no, it, it was the uh, when she did like the formation oh, oh, oh. formation movie. Yeah, I think it's all. I thought oh never mind. Yo, Madonna's a weird. Weird cat, man. Madonna's weird as hell. Wow, she is weird. Twenty twelve. Oh, you gotta see, see. This is great. See, I apologize, interrupt, but the run really gets kind of cold. Twenty eleven, you got the Black Eyed Peas. Uh, Two thousand ten, you got the Who, which that seems just incredibly why? old for the Who. <laughs> um, Two thousand nine, don't, don't make fun of the Who like Jesus. Two thousand nine, you got Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, which is fine, I guess. Tom <laughs> yeah, Petty. it's all right, I guess. Um, Tom Petty, I forgot about Tom Petty. Tom Petty, rest in peace. Rest in peace. He died? Yeah. Yeah. What? And then 2007, the one we're talking about, fucking Prince in Prince. the... the in wow. The, the, only, the only reason why I can't love the Prince one is because that's a dark time. <laughs> that was a real dark year. It was a bad, bad Super Bowl for us. Yeah. That was the undefeated, almost undefeated. I cried. Oh, I, I, remember, that was... I wasn't even I wasn't even really into the Patriots that year, and I cried when they lost. I had no we... idea. Wow, that was we when had they... a. We used to host Super Bowl parties until like we. I don't know if we still do, but like, everyone left in silence. It was awful. It was bad. I mean, that it's... was the worst. Oh my god! The Giants were such underdogs. It was it was rough. You know, you know, I have a hot take here. Okay, okay. I would give up Seattle Shut and, up. and the Rams for that Super Bowl. No. Yeah, I would. I would. I'd give them up. Both. Seattle Seattle was literally the, the greatest Super Bowl. Honestly, no, no. The, the second I'm greatest saying, Super Bowl we won. I'm saying, like, just the fact that, like, I, I know the last three. Now I know what he's talking about, and I actually don't agree with it either. 
the last three made up for the fact that we lost that one, sort of. But like, dude, fuck that, that one. It's just a black mark, like the no, the 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 Seahawks Super Bowl, the way that we won that, that was a that, good one. That incredible game, like I would not trade that for anything. The and only the same reason, thing with the Falcons. The only reason I didn't say the Falcons was because Wait, this is something... the sheer like ecstasy of the fact that when James White ran that in, and like I would, he was short by the way, but whatever. Whatever, who cares? I jumped, <laughs> I jumped into my, I jumped, like, I, like, I remember I leaped into my uncle's like arms, and we were like, let's go. Yo, we I believe it or not, I honestly, like the create, like I was in Boston for oh. that, and we like just like went out in the streets like Boston Commons, and it was just flooded with yeah. people, bro. We were like drinking beers and shit. Like my roommate, who I won't mention crazy. his name. He, cause like I was home, but like he was at school. Awesome story. So like, Jerry, as you know, like all of our friends besides me and my roommate were like non-paid, like either Jets fans or like Giants fans. Not Patriots fans. No, so I'm so I'm saying like, my roommate was the only Pats fan watching this game, and the the whole game they're like. They're like fuck you! Like it's over, it's done. And like when they when they came back, like as they're coming back, and they tied when they tied it up to go to overtime, he's just jumping up and down like, oh, Scott. Like when they finally won, he was like, he said he looked at every single. One. He was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then he like ran out the door, and he said, Pete, like, cause we went to BU, so like. We're at like like you went to like you were like already near the like not near the common but like close to the common. We're like further down. He said people were just sprinting down Com Ave like, yo, like it was screaming. literal insanity. People were like scaling like like the uh, light posts and shit. Like, yeah, that that. So I went when when the Red Sox won in 2018. I was like in my room, and I was hammered. I had an exam the next day. Rough time, um, but I didn't care. You? It was senior year in college when the oh. Red Sox won the World Series, um, but I like I remember I left my dorm. I was walking. I was like, I know, I'm going to the common. Everyone's going to the common, so I, I walk out. Wasn't it junior year? No, senior year. We book we 2018. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we graduated in 2019, but it, it happened in October 2018. Um, uh, all right, you're right, right. But I, I remember I left because I lived on Babcock Street, and like I walked out. And I was like walking down Comab, like I went by T's. These random dudes were just like, because I had like a Red Sox T-shirt on, and they were like, "Red Sox, let's go!" And like they, they just hugged me, and I had complete strangers. We were just hugging, and we were screaming. And then I ended up like, they they locked down Kenmore because they didn't they didn't want anyone else on Lansdowne Street, so they shut down Ken, like the BU Comab walk to Kenmore and so I hopped on the tee with a bunch of people took the green line all the way to the common and kids were just like punching out street lights <laughs> and like I remember there was, like a kid climbed a street light he's at the he's at the top he's punching out the light and all of a sudden a green light just like a green dot goes from his ankle all the way up to his back and everyone was like get down get down and he like gets tased he drops off and kids pull him into the crowd and people were just chanting like let him go let him go 
Uh, and then I want like I. He was later shot, by the way. But <laughs> continue. I so, so I like I was an RA at this point, and like I saw like I made eye contact with one of my residents, and he was like, <gasps> and I was like, uh... and then like he disappeared into the crowd, and then a second later, a thing went by my eye, and I was like, what was that? And I looked behind me. It was a beer can, like a full beer can. <laughs> it hit a girl in the like in the glasses, and her glasses were sh- like spiderweb shattered. Oh my god! And she was like, "Oh my god!" But then she was she's like, lucky her face wasn't like fucked up. But the the funny part was she started screaming, and she was like, "Let's go!" And everyone was like, wow. "Well, I don't know if you remember this, but one of my buddies got on the news." Really? Because for the 20, I think it was 2018 parade, he threw Tom Brady a little goat stuffed animal. No way! And Brady, like, took a picture with it, yeah. And and they, like, literally interviewed him on the news. He was like, yeah, I just, like, literally chucked it and Tom <laughs> Brady caught it. It was, like, so funny. We, uh, so my roommate and I went to, a well, former roommate at this point, but, like, we went to... The, the, the Pats Parade, our senior year for 2018. Um, oh, it was so good. Like, I, cause I, I just remember, like, we, like, people saw, I think it, it had to have been the whole parade. But, like, as Edelman was, like, moving down the parade, people, like, the chant just built as, like, in the crowd. It's like the people moved down and it was just like, MVP. MVP. And he was just like, he was just chant- like he was like had his arms up and Gronk-, Gronk was just like ripping beers apart with his teeth. It was the uh, coolest thing ever. Like, uh. so now that Brady's back, this will be the end of the football talk for the podcast. Yeah. But do we have any last Super Bowl predictions now that it's Brady versus Brady versus Mahomes? James, we'll uh, start with you because yeah, yeah, I'm most interested in your opinion. I just want I just want to go back to the like the fine art stuff eventually so i, I please, really don't uh, care to talk about this please give your please James give your prediction guitars. okay 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 actually you want me to like to actually give you i don't i don't have like give an actual prediction let me let me okay i think it's gonna be close but i'm gonna predict that i don't fucking know that's tough honestly now that i think about it i would say my home is but then uh, i don't know it's so hard it's a hard one so all right, what do you? So, why don't you guys go first, and then I'll say after? Because I'll I, go I next. Hear, and, I have to hear reasoning first. I'll go next, and Jarrett will give his stats man opinion. Why can't we just um, all win? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> actually what I think is gonna happen. It's gonna be the first co-winners of the Super Bowl. It's like, hey, they both made it. Come <laughs> on, Brady. Like, look, yeah. man. No, you're the best. No, you're the best. <laughs> it's like you just see them in the middle of the game walk out, and, and just like all weird, and then like, and Mahomes they, and Brady will not let go of their embraces. Game log hug zero zero final score. <laughs> they just shake hands and they're like, "We're not doing this." <laughs> that's a that's a big message, you know. Right now, we need that. <laughs> the world needs this. We both win. Um, I would I would uh, say I'll go for I'll go first because you're the more authority on this. All right. Um, okay. thank you. No, I, in the sense of like, um. I'm sure everyone thinks I'm gonna pick Brady, but I think it's I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Um, but I I think it'll be close. And I do wanna say don't 
count out the Bucks. In the sense of like, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think the Bucks are a good team, and I think there's they have a chance, but I I think it's the Chiefs in the end. I have some questions afterwards, but yeah, you guys figure it out first. Yeah, my thing, the way that I look at it is when you think of, I mean, Brady's done a very admirable job. Um, beating the Packers was really good, but when you think about their best weapons, which are in order, probably Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Um, and then you think about Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, obviously not comparable. Patrick yeah. Mahomes obviously is leagues There's, above Brady at this the, he's point. He's the best in the world. Yeah, he's the best in the world. He's the best in the world. They still have their offensive line. Um, I, I think the, the Chiefs will probably beat them handily. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Bucks will score their points because I think the Chiefs' defense is middle of the pack, maybe slightly above average, but. I think Brady will, will will be playing his ass off. I think Brady's going to show up. I think it'll be a great game, honestly, and I think that we're due one because the playoffs have been relatively chalk thus far, you know, aside from the Bucks yeah. beating the Packers last round. And the but, Saints, um, the Saints, the Saints, uh, Bucks-Saints was a good game too. Yeah, I mean, Brady's been great. Yeah. But each of those games, you know, you can make the arguments that Brady was only good for a half or, you know, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, no, 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 no Brady defense here. Like I, I think it'll. Uh, I, I was listening to a podcast today, and I think. Um. So like the the Bucks have. I think it's they're averaging like fourteen points off of turnovers right now, like a game in the playoffs. Um, and like that the the Chiefs just don't. They just don't turn over the bo- uh, over the ball, and. Like, that's gonna hurt them. Um, I think Tom is, you know, he's after he's he's past his prime. He's still, you know, he's still Tom. But I don't, I don't think he's gonna be out there slinging it. I think what's gonna, uh, you know, an interesting stat I heard today. In his nine Super Bowls prior, <laughs> stupid, um, he's never scored a touchdown in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. never and that's important i think this game like you're playing patrick mahomes who's going to score like they're yeah i I don't think it's honestly the brady stats that are the biggest thing to me no no no, no. i I think it's more like i I know mike greenwell on espn had like a really long like 10 stats about patrick mahomes that are just kind of stupid and it's like he's eight and one in his playoff games. Yeah. In all of his playoff games, he has three hundred yards, three TDs, and zero interceptions. Like he is just a robotic figure of quarterback excellence yeah. in a world where even MVP level quarterbacks like Carson Wentz, you know, within the course of two years become, you know, you know, salary cap casualties that yeah. you can't even afford on your roster. So I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the greatest football player in the NFL for the next 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this he already is. is. Uh, can you yeah. say 10 years, though? Don't you think so much can happen? No, it'll be 10, 10 years. Like, it, no, a, you're right, though. You're absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate to say it. I hate to say it. You're absolutely right because Tyreek Hill is, you know, he's fantastic, but he's very injury prone. He seems like he's got a hamstring injury, you know, once a half. Um, Travis Kelsey is probably the second best tight end of all time behind Gronk. I'm sorry, Gronk knew how to block. Gronk is but Gronk is Gronk is the GOAT. Let's go. I hate to say it. Yeah, it's true. But 
but Kelsey is incredible, and Kelsey is as reliable a target on third and twelve as you're ever going to get. But he's also thirty-one, so yeah. I mean, even if you get you know two more years out of him, which I think is realistic, you know, I don't think he's part of the ten-year plan for Mahomes. Yeah. So, but I mean, when you have Mahomes, I mean, I think even if you had Miko Hardman and you know all the secondary receivers, Byron Pringle and whoever the frigate was, you know, I mean, he's so amazing that. I think he'd be able to get at least a little bit out of those guys. Yeah, I have. All right. So, out of curiosity, so is there another Super Bowl that Tom Brady played in that's comparable to this one that he's in, uh, like where where there was like a chance, there was more of a chance that he can't win again? Twenty fourteen. Well, who's that with the Seahawks? Russell, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, that so was like think- that was prime, quote unquote prime, Russell Wilson where. He just come off a Super Bowl win. It's still most of the defense, though. True, but 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 I'm saying like, and the idea of the offense where it's coming off of a Super Bowl win, it's coming off of a great quarterback performance. They didn't have any real good receivers or tight ends, no, though. No, he, so, I mean, no, no. He it's it's all. hard. It, it's hard to really compare the Mahomes offense to. To anything because yeah. their offense I mean, is just so they put up thirty points in every single game they've played Patrick, in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes has only it's something like he's only lost when he loses. He's never lost by more than one score. That's what it is. Yeah, in the playoffs he's never lost by more than six points. The, the the stats on him, Mike Greenwell did like a 10 stats about Mahomes that are just ridiculous. And the stats on him are just unbelievable. He yeah. never loses. When he loses, it's by barely. Yep. He all it's when he loses, it's never his fault. Yep. It's and, it, and it's I will say, I will say I've seen like I don't care about obviously because I'm a Pats fan. So like but I'm I'm a broody guy, so like I want to see him win, but like I've already seen the greatest Brady Mahomes game ever. And it was the AFC championship two years. And we were one very questionable offsides away yeah. from probably losing that. And besides that, that was just a great game. It like was an outstanding game, like overtime game, like just unreal. And, and we all knew that year that was the that was the Super Bowl. Like, so it's gonna be interest. It's gonna be cool to see two years like the the quarterbacks from two years ago who we all assumed like that was the Super Bowl to play each other. It's just questionable because I think the Bucks the Bucks secondary has been shaky the entire year. Yeah. Their pass rush is really good. They have yeah. really good pass rush but, in. But uh, I think it's there was a stat I heard today where. Mahomes is the best in the league on pass rush. Yeah, I mean he's he's the best in the league, so of course he's the best under pressure. But but it, but it in is sense, true in the sense of like, what do you do? Like, do you actually just just drop back and like let give Patrick Mahomes more time to throw the ball, or do you yeah. rush him and like? But it's still the best in the league on like being you. Rushed. You don't want to rush him if it's at the cost of putting Kelsey or Tyreek in single coverage because right. you're like, going to lose that every time. And like when you you know when you watch football in general, when you're watching the uh, the the other team's offense, in like I know my dad and I do it. Like when you're we're watching a Pats game, 
we rush the, we, we rush the QB and like it's you know four or five seconds and you just you instinctively yell oh too much time but like do you want to give Patrick Mahomes too much time like yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, do you want it, it, to? It's the, it's the impossible thing, really. Yeah, unstoppable force versus, well, what is it like? Immovable, the immovable object. object. Yeah. But honestly, the Bucks defense isn't really the immovable object. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying in the sense of like, Mahomes is both the immovable object and the unstoppable force. Like, do you want, do you want to like rush him, even though he's the best at being rushed and like completing a pass, or do you want to drop back and give him more time? Even though he's also like just the best quarterback in the league, like. Thanos. So James, after this uh, Patrick Mahomes fellatio session, would you say that you uh, are, are swayed to predict that Brady's going to win the Super Bowl, or do you think you're predicting Tampa Bay? I mean, uh, Kansas City. You said Tampa Bay, Brady yeah. versus his own. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I'm. Hey, I'm... hey, it was my turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on, I'd, I'd never have my chance to, to talk sports. Right. No, honestly. So you're basically saying that the that the Bucks don't have a solid defense to go against Mahomes. Well, it's it's really not even a knock on the Bucks defense. It's more that the Bucks offense is good. The Chiefs offense is transcendent. Like you can't, you know, the greatest defense wouldn't be able to stop the Chiefs. And then how would how would you compare the offenses between the Bucks and the Chiefs? Are they like even? Or Let's have a good Chiefs? offense. I think the Bucks will be able to score the ball on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs defense is okay, but I think the Bucks will be able to score. Brady shows up in the Super Bowl. Brady shows up in the playoffs. They've got three really talented receivers in Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Scotty Miller, and Rob Gronkowski to boot. Um, they got a couple of good running backs. They got a good offense. And their defense is fine. They got a good pass rush, and their secondary is average but suspect at times. But really, I think the issue is that the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are just so transcendent that you know when when the chips are really down and yeah. they let go every single play that they've had all year, like they're not holding anything back. I just have a really hard time betting on them to lose. All right, so I'll do this. Like I'll I'll rank. The three, because I guess you can look at this as, you know, there's obviously two, there's two outcomes, but I would say like for me, I think one, it's going to be close, but the, the Chiefs will win it. And then the second outcome that I believe is most likely would be that the, the, uh, the Chiefs just blow out the Bucks, And then the third one would probably be that the Bucks win by a small amount. Those are the three, I guess I could believe the most yeah i think that's fair i think the blowout situation is possible because you know at times brady has looked older okay so has... do you do you think that there's more of a chance that that the bucks i mean that the chiefs could blow out the bucks or that the bucks could win by a small amount That's a good question. I think there's a better chance that the Chiefs would blow out the Bucks. Yeah, and the Bucks would win by a small amount because, again, I just think Mahomes. I, I I just I think in normal circumstances, in the past couple of playoff games, defenses just haven't been able to stop them. 
They're just yeah. so hard to stop. They're so good. They're so good when they only need two yards. They're so good when they need 10 yards. I mean, Mahomes is just so fucking good. It's just unfair. And when I think about the difficulties that Tampa Bay's offense has had with Brady from time to time, even if they get a good day out of the offense, I think that the Chiefs offense is a couple steps better. So, And then, what was it? I was going to ask something about the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. So do you think there was a team that, that Brady was able to beat? Or the Bucks? I shouldn't say Brady. That's kind of mean, right, to the rest of the team? Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, but do you think there's a team that the Bucks that that the Bucks beat that rival the Chiefs that could e- not easily? Yes. Beat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Packers. But that's the thing. I I I would have said the Packers would have been more formidable opponents to the Chiefs than the Bucks would have been. But when they played, the Packers really kind of choked. Whereas Brady. You know, Brady okay. wasn't transcendent, but Brady Brady didn't choke like the Packers did. There's something and, that they say about Aaron Rodgers, right? That he just chokes sometimes. And, and, and it's true. Aaron Rodgers has only been in one Super Bowl, and he just doesn't really, you know, when, when the chips are down, it seems like he chokes a little bit, whereas Brady, when the chips are down, seems to get a little better than he's played recently. So that's the only reason why I think, and, you know, I, that, that 30-year-old group of fantasy football players that I'm always talking about, my other dynasty league, a couple of them have actually – we have a mini-game where we bet on the final score and who will win, and a couple of them have bet on Brady because they're just like, dude, yeah. I've seen it too many times where Brady wins yeah, you can't count it I'm not betting against Brady. I'm not stupid. So yeah. I, I respect that. But, but also, I just think Mahomes is like the, oh, best, yeah. the best football player of all time. Yeah, it just like – it doesn't – It doesn't make sense. It's like you 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 take Brady like the, that idea of like oh why do you bet against Brady like that just like you know he's just going to perform when the chips chips are down and just multiply it by like a thousand because of the skill like Mahomes is just he's just so good like it doesn't and like I wish people were talking more about like I know like Brady's old but like just it's the Super Bowl, and like this should be like a passing of the torch moment. Like Brady is in his tenth Super Bowl, but he's playing like that person who we all assume at this point is going to be the next goat. Like, yeah, I think it will be an unintentional passing of the torch moment. I think you're right. Like we've never gotten this in sports. Like we never got the the Jordan Kobe, the the Kobe LeBron. Yeah. Like you're right. Like this is like the cool, like the coolest culmination of a career. Like, and I mean, obviously, like Brady might make another Super Bowl. Like, who who knows? But like, because it's like it's Brady and now like Mahomes, who's Mahomes is going to win. Like it, it's it's basically like an understanding that he's going to win, maybe for at least. It's not weird. At, at least for Super about. Bowl, he he has to. Just like he's just he's so much better than like Aaron Rodgers and like Bree like it's and I know like it was assumed Rodgers was supposed to win more than one and Breeze was supposed to win more than one but like I hate to say it but like 
Mahomes is in the AFC, and he's just so good. Like, he's so good. Well, he's one of those, like, Jordan-like players where he's – not only is he so good, but it's not like Brady where he was – he just maximized his skill set. He, you know, just did all the things that put his team in the best situation and the defense yeah. and the combination of his offense kind of won the games. Right. Mahomes is so good where it's like Jordan where it's like if you give him – Actually, I, I have an argument about that. I think Brady is the Jordan. I think Mahomes is LeBron. I think Mahomes is the is the more athletically skilled player. Well, I don't think it's comparable because LeBron had to go to a place to really maximize his True. championships, True. whereas Mahomes was. But I, I'm saying like, like in the my in the, thing is Tyreek and Kelsey. If Tyreek and Kelsey had the 15th best quarterback in the NFL, there is a 2% chance that they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It is not even close. It, 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 I'll actually look um a look QB rating NFL. Wait, so so if um, I, I just want to see what the what the 15th rated quarterback would be. I do in, hate and how I, they would do. I do hate QBR though cuz it it's it's not a good it's not an accurate representation well, of Well, so. this is all right, you're right. I agree. I agree because Gardner Minshew is 14. But <laughs> in this case, QBR helps us because yeah. Lamar Jackson is 15th in QBR. So he's a great quarterback. Right. A really talented quarterback. A really talented guy. If you give him Kelsey and Tyreek versus Mahomes, oh, yeah. if you flip it and Mahomes gets Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, would you bet on the Mahomes team or would you bet on Lamar with oh, Kelsey Mahomes, and him? Yeah. You'd yeah. bet on Mahomes. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, he's it to the point where because but I will the quarterback say, position is so thin, like when he, the, the, the value that he gives yeah. is so high that even though Kelsey and Tyreek are so transcendent at their positions, yeah. even if you would flip-flop him with Lamar, you would take Mahomes with Lamar's yeah. skill players just because Mahomes, and you know, when it's third and 15, he makes the magic happen more than anybody else yeah. in the NFL. But I, I will say in the defense of Brady, like, he just never had that Tyreek. He had he, he, he had Gronk, but, like, he – even in the Gronk era, he never had the receiver comparison. You know what I mean? Like, when Gronk was the number one option, there was never – a Tyreek, you know, because he had Moss in like the in two thousand seven, but like at that point it was just Moss. Like it was it was Moss and Welker. I can't believe Moss never won a Super Bowl. Like, I, never. I never, and it breaks my heart. Like I just remember growing up because Moss a kid is Moss is the him. goat. Moss is the wide receiver goat, and like he never won a ring. He was just natural, right? Like just naturally there. No, we have like, never he's... seen and. It's gonna be a long time until we see a wide receiver with just. Oh, I just remember as a natural... kid watching like Brady throw and then. Uh, Moss. Like would... just, oh, even like the years before that, I remember, I just remember like watching Randy Moss like in the replays of the of the the Vikings games, and he had a downturn with the Raiders, but like, like watching him and was it? Oh, Dante Culpepper, like. Randy Moss was just and I, I know Rice is everyone's fucking goat and fuck Rice, but like Jerry Rice? Like 
Yeah, like Randy Moss is the greatest wide receiver of all time. Like, I think it's just different times. Like Jerry Rice was. Jerry Rice was the model of consistency yeah. and like repeatability, and there's like wow, he had 20 years of just you know consistent excellence, like Larry Fitzgerald style. Right. Whereas Randy Moss was just, just, just I am disgusting. an oh. I am an athletic phenomenon. I will never exist again. I have never existed before. Jared, do you remember? Do you remember watching? Like, it's remember, a joke. Do you remember? Like, you'd see Randy Moss on the line. Like he'd like line up, and his. If you leg, saw if you oh. saw his press coverage, if you saw his press coverage, you'd literally be like, "Wonder if Tom's gonna throw a fifty-yard touchdown here." <laughs> and you'd see him throw deep to the left side. You'd be like, "There it is." And Moss <laughs> would always be five foot out of the quarterback, and he would just be like, "There it is." So no, that's that. You watch. You watch Randy line up, and his legs were just so far apart <laughs> because it, it's, it's like crazy. it's like watching Usain Bolt, like because Usain Bolt when he'd run like the, the hundred meter dash, like he tech technically was not the fastest person on the track. It's just his legs were so long. That he uh, took like four or five less steps than everyone else. Like Randy was so long, and like, like he was just further down the field than anyone, like anyone could assume. And like, and obviously, like Brady isn't one of those. Like I know he's down there somewhere, kind of quarterbacks. But like, there were a couple times where like, uh, like the uh, the game against the Bills where he threw he threw like. Was it five touchdowns in the first quarter? Like, Brady was literally just like, I, I know Randy's down there somewhere. Let me get the shit out of here. And, like, oh, Randy. I'm like, watching plays right now. Oh, oh like, my God. This I, the, 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 it's nothing he used to, to. Nothing defines Randy's. He used to do uh, one handed catches. His leg. Oh, oh, yeah. He invented the one hand catch. Uh, nothing uh, defines Randy's legacy more than the, the screenshot. Of him on the Thanksgiving game on the Vikings, where he's just going, he's got his like his tongue out, he's like doling up like the the peace sign. Three receptions, oh, three, three touchdowns. Receptions, three touchdowns, one hundred and sixty yards. Oh <laughs> like, my! Just literally just caught a whole ass <laughs> touchdown every time he touched the ball. But that's the thing, like there's just not. Oh my! Like gosh. you had probably Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Megatron. And, yeah. and even since then, I mean. Antonio Brown was the best receiver. Antonio, Michael Thomas was the best I will, receiver. I will but say even it, Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas, like honestly, they were more like consistency. Like they would get you for 12 routes, yeah. like 12 catches for like 12 yards a pop, which was devastating, but right. not in the same way where Calvin and Randy Moss were, where it was oh. like, if they got you, you could never have them on one-on-one coverage. Nothing. And you if couldn't. you did, it would be a 50-yard touchdown without a question. He would burn you every time. Randy, it it didn't make sense. I'm like, just it, watching, yeah. I'm watching. How good Randy Moss. Like, he, he was, was just, just like, so much better. It, he was – it's the idea of like – And Brady was so in sync with him too. Oh, they were so cool to get like, – yeah. Who do you think the best player was that matched up with Brady? Randy Moss. Randy Probably, Moss, right? yeah, like yeah, yeah maybe, without a question. Ruski was good too, though. No, like he was defense. He was like, defense. defense yeah. Oh, <laughs> but like Wes Welker, Gronk, like, he always had like Gronk oh, yeah. was different because Gronk. I mean, Gronk was a better receiving. He's the best receiver. Wow, actually, I mean, yeah. that was a great question. Who was a better target for Brady, Rob Gronkowski or Randy Moss? Randy Moss. It, it, 
even the one year where they they had <laughs> this that, dude's like, shoes came off and he kept. I don't know, just... dude. I would I would say that, but Gronk got double teamed routinely. And if you remember yeah. that Broncos that's... year in twenty, I think it was 2011. 2011. When they lost. When they lost, I remember I was uh, so no, it wasn't twenty eleven. It was it was later than that. I think it was no, it was twenty. 20... No, twenty fifteen. No, the last Super Bowl. Twenty fifteen in the AFC Championship oh, game, they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember the last drive, the Patriots had a chance to beat the Broncos. The Broncos Brady, had an I know, I know unbelievable what you're saying. defense. Brady rolled left, and he had Gronk wide open, but he he had uh sorry yeah he had rolled left, but he was looking right, and he had Gronk on his left. Every play, every play he targeted Gronk. Like Gronk was double teamed. Brady was getting blitzed by eight guys, and every time he targeted Gronk. In like one or two times out of the four times he was targeted, uh, Gronk made an unbelievable, like earth shattering catch. Like that was so, the level of difficulty was so high, it was uncomprehendable. Like it does, it didn't make sense because, like, it's I, tough. I, I remember we knew a kid in high school who, Jerry, yeah, you know who I'm talking about, who was a big Saints fan, and uh, he would always say, like, Oh, you know, if Gronk's hands weren't, if Gronk wasn't so big or he didn't have big hands, like he wouldn't be so good. Like Gronk was, it's like he's LeBron size and like the same weight as like Shaq or something. And his fat, like he was fast, he could catch and he was maneuverable. Like there was just no stopping him. Well, my thing, I, I think the reason that Gronkowski beats Moss for me is one the longevity of yeah. the two he lasted yeah. a lot longer and b rob gronkowski was such a good pass blocker yep. you, it's it, it, it's literally he so still underrated. Is. he still people is don't realize people don't realize but it, it really in the patriots days yeah he would take on like a superstar like defensive end like a red end like jj watt or Aaron Donald, like one of these defensive ends that is so disruptive that the entire defense needs to change for him. He would take them on as if he was a right tackle, mm-hmm. but he would literally be able to provide you one-on-one blocking of the other team's best yeah. defensive player. Yeah. And the fact that you have a guy that can do that. And also if you decided to line, Brady's like, Hey, no, change of plan, Gronk. You you hit the seam for like a twenty five yard catch. He's like, okay, no problem, and just fucking what? does it. What? That like, is so undescribably different yeah. than any other player. Like, like Mars is made- such a force on offense, but oh, like yeah. the fact that Gronkowski was so instrumental in the Legarrette Blount seasons where you got yeah. a fucking thousand rushing yards. Legarrette Blount was a bum. Yeah. The fact that they were able, when, when, when you stack the box and go big with tight end, you know, it's great when you have a passing tight end who's 6'5", who can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, maybe give you like two seconds of a decent block to the outside. But when your tight end is Gronkowski at 6'7", who is legitimately better at pass blocking than some right tackles, it's just I, incomparable. I've said before, like, as much as I love and appreciate Julian Edelman, I hope that man once once a year, maybe now, maybe like at one point, once a month, gave all appreciation of the world to, Gr- to Gronk for just the fact that because you have – just when you have Gronk on the line, you're – like the team – the defense is like we have to double cover him. Like – 
and that that yeah. opens that opens up watch everyone. Stuff it opens everyone else. You really got to watch the Gronk stuff. I mean, it's. But it like it's not even just like the athletic. It's the technical. Yeah, I never really. It's his le- his legacy is the fact that like because you have him standing there on the line as an open receiver, like or as an open target, like the defense has to double cover him. Right, but also if they double cover him and you decide to run the ball, now you have guys in coverage that you don't really want in coverage. You'd rather have them in run protection. And the guys that you do have in run protection, Gronkowski can take up two of them. Two of them at the same time. That's what I'm saying. saying. So like the run cover, like the run was a problem. And then like when you, so you double cover him, then you leave open Julian Edelman, who's one of the greatest slot receivers of all time. And then like, Someone else, like you know, Damian oh. yeah, Dola, who fucking cares? Like, but like someone, someone else, and then the one time you decide to not double cover Gronk <laughs> is the problem when he goes third and sixteen, <laughs> and Gronk and is it's a twenty-five yard reception. Yeah, like it. It's it's, it's crazy, yeah. and it's just like there's just not a lot of players, like even even guys like Kittle, who Kittle is a tremendous run blocker. But he's just like he's I think he's same. like he's a healthy he's the, like six four. He's also he's, the, the first tight end to ever have like four thousand yard season. But it, he's it six doesn't, four. It doesn't matter. Like, he's a freak of nature. But the reality is, six four and two hundred pounds is just different <laughs> than six seven. These plays. Six seven two forty is just a freak of nature, it's which is stupid. what Gronk was. And, 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 and the fact that so many times in the fourth quarter of games, he would be double covered. He'd have the middle linebacker underneath and the safety over top given coverage. And uh, not only Brady's accuracy, but just Gronk's freak of naturism. Like nothing, nothing. He, he couldn't stop him. The Steelers game. Yeah, dude, where every single play down the field, they were like, listen, hey, Steelers, we are throwing the ball to Rob Gronkowski. You can put three guys on him. It doesn't matter. He's no. going to get the first down every single play. Not, not even he's that. still good? I'm, uh, he's all he's right. Solid. He's yeah. solid. He's solid. He's like a good 80, I would say. Yeah. What, what but, happened uh, to him? Ta- injuries? Sorry, sorry. Continue injuries, he got, he got smaller. but like He got injuries um, mostly. Yeah. But I'm talking about like that Steelers game. Besides the fact that he was open all the time, I know like they didn't seem to figure that out. But that time when he was, I think it was triple coverage in the end zone, and he like they tried to wrestle the ball away from him. He catches it, spikes it down, points at the defender, and laughs <laughs> and walks away. Like he like imagine knowing you were that good, like. Like they tried like their absolute best, and he just pointed and laughed at you, and yeah. like, ugh. like, uh, what a, what a I'm, great run we had. I'm watching these plays, man. That's what I miss. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting because I think the best thing, and you know, people have talked about it. I think one of the best points that anyone's made to me about the Patriots rebuild is that mm-hmm. Bill is, and I was talking to James about this earlier. You know, Bill is 71, whatever he is. You know, he's got limited yeah. years left. I think that he would like to capitalize on those years that he has left. Yeah. I don't think that he's entering a long-term rebuild by any stretch. Um, and I think the 15 pick is really his best option. I think he's got a better chance of getting a good wide receiver or tight end there because Kyle Pitts 
the the number one tight end in the upcoming draft, he is going to be like transcendent. Like I, I think he's really going to be. He's he's huge, big enough to run block, big enough to pass block, but also just a stud pass catcher. Um, and he's definitely going to go in the top twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that we really are going to get a quarterback with a, with the top fifteen pick mm-hmm. because there's so many teams that are quarterback needy, and there's really only four top quarterbacks. You know. Right. Lawrence Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and actually I'll say Mac Jones is the fifth one. Right. But I don't think Mac Jones is really going to last till fifteen. Um, yeah. So I a, if I have a question afterwards, yeah, hit, yeah, go uh, ahead. hit it up. Yeah. All right. So I was wondering, so like how when when like Belichick started to you know, or that when the Patriots started to get good, right? Like with Belichick as a quarterback, how has like coaching changed since coach, then until yeah. now? Um, so Belichick's coaching tree. I mean, not, not necessarily with him, but I'm just saying like within football, like has coaching changed too, or is it all relatively the same? Coaching in football is stupid and not well versed. The best. What's, what's tough with, with football coaching is like, you can be really good at drawing up plays but like the coaching of your your decisions and also like the the coaching of men is a lot harder so like that there, there's a lot of very very talented college football player uh, co- college football coaches okay. and college football coaches are, can be like um like urban meyer um oh god i I'm not well versed in college football, but like they can be very successful over long periods of time because they're coaching people who aren't grown men and they're not being paid. Oh um, yeah, okay, on um, like large levels. Right, and like they, they only have them for a couple of years, which is which is very impressive because they only ha- they they could have these stars for one year. Um, but in in the NFL, it's tough because a lot of coaching styles don't change that much. Like there, there's guys that are. They push them to practice all the time and do the you know oh, they're, they're hard asses and there's the guys who are more coach you know players coaches, um, and then like it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, what I found. <laughs> He's really just um, <laughs> no, I I think <laughs> I think a lot of it comes down to this: the good coaches know how to drop good strategy. Yeah. Um, like Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. Um, so there's not really much. So like, coaching has just kind of been. It just depends on your style rather than. Yeah, Jared, you you can probably touch up on this. Like I was saying, like college football is different. Where like you're you can be a really good coach. You have a limited amount of time with some guys, but like you're not coaching grown men being paid. Where like in the NFL, you're you're coaching, like um. Like you're a leader among men, and yeah, it's different because the guys you're coaching at the NFL level are making millions of dollars. Right. A lot of times, they're making more money than you are as a coach. Yeah. Whereas in college football, the coach is making ten million dollars a year because he's the program builder and the center of the entire program. Right. Whereas the players don't make any money, and you know they're all you know if the coach decides he's in a bad mood and he wants to demote the player and take away his scholarship, he's yeah. you know able to do that realistically. So, I think that's why situations like Jacksonville where they're hiring you know Urban Meyer and expecting him to 
translate to the NFL. It's always sketchy to me because, you know, he might do well coaching Trevor Lawrence, who's, you know, a college football player, but, you know, the reason why he's going there is because they have so much cap space. So if they spend all that cap space to sign some stud defensive player to a $16 million a year contract, and then during practice, he's going to try to, you know, be a dick to him. He's going to be like, Hey man, I make $14 million a year yeah. to play defense for you. Like <laughs> fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's a thing that some guys struggle with. I mean, even in basketball, like with like Rick Patino coming over and coaching, the Celtics, you know what I mean? They've struggled with the transition between where you're a college coach and the college players are looking to you to get whatever they can to advance their career and kind of dependent on you. In the NBA, it's like, hey, man, I make $30 million. Like, you make two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's not get this confused. Like, you're you're helping me here. So some guys, uh, some guys struggle with that. Yeah. And I, I like, professional – coaching is so difficult because it also like the rosters are so much harder to put together and like the the strategy matters more like belichick is the best because of like the way he knows football like the players themselves can say he knows how to coach every position like he he can go up to any player of any position and say, like, this is like you're you're going up against this person. Like, this is how you should go about this. Um, and like the Patriots perform like the Patriots coaching style has always been in as in the terms of the defense, has always been you're not going to beat us with your best receiver. So they the Patriots defense in in res- like in the respect of like I'm trying to go on like the quote unquote best coach of all time, um like they shut they tried their best to shut down the best receiver of their opposing team on the defense and like make you win with the lesser receivers. Um, where like Andy Reid is more of an offensive mind and like he's always had really strong offensive cores. Um, even when, like, when Alex Smith was the quarterback, like, like the, the Chiefs have always been, like, a great offensive team. Um, it, actually. Yeah, I think the Patriots have always been trying to be reactive in the sense where they're like, we're going to look at your weaknesses and your strengths, and we're going to try to minimize your strengths and play to your weaknesses, whereas the Chiefs, you know, also in the Andy Reid, Alex Smith era, but more so in the Patrick Mahomes era, have right. been like, you know, we're going to believe in what we do. You guys are going to score some points, but we're just going to bank that we're going to score more points. Right. And I think that's worked significantly better, obviously, with with Mahomes then. Yeah, like I I think the the Chiefs for a while had the same mindset as like the, the Rockets during the Donovan era. Um where it was like we're just going to score so many points on offense until like this year they have a, a better defense, but I think that they they were just like we're just gonna like we're gonna put 30, 40 points in your head and like you're gonna have to figure out how to score the same amount like and their defense is good enough where it's like you know 
you can score 24 on them, but can you score 31 on them? Right. And right. if you can score 31 on them, that's really good. But did they score 35? Yeah. Because they probably did. Cause, so Because Patrick Mahomes has only had two games less than 25 points yeah. in his career. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's just crazy. And I mean... I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm a big Brady fan, and I, I think love, that yeah. I'll probably end up rooting for Brady tomorrow because, right. or, you know, whenever this comes out, you know, I, I don't know if this, do you think we can get this out tomorrow? Uh, no, but we, we maybe we'll put out a little, uh, little small guy for post, uh, mo- post Super Bowl. We'll see. Or, or we can try to see if we can get the, the Super Bowl pushed back a little bit. So that yeah, we get, we got we, uh, we we pushed with Roger Goodell. Roger, listen. Yeah, that's our homeboy. You know. <laughs> we got wrapped up in the Washington uh, DC talk, so maybe oh, yeah. we'll do a little a little post Super Bowl. Super that's Bowl. a good idea. It's actually not yeah. a bad idea because I, I I mentioned if I would love to be proven wrong by Brady because yeah. <laughs> hey hey honestly uh, I think per, we all want that. I I I would hate. I would hate for Brady to win a seventh Super Bowl. Well, you know, I, I honestly, I felt, I felt, I wasn't really sure how to feel when he first left, but yep. now seeing him succeed with this receiver core and this team in Tampa Bay and succeed yep. to the point where he's in the Super Bowl, which I really, you know, I mean, I think you knew that it was a possibility, but you didn't realize that after the it's season stupid. that Aaron Rodgers yeah. had and the Rams defense had, that it was actually a reality. You know, seeing the way that that went and the way that the Patriots season went, yeah. you realize that he never had a chance in the Patriots. It would have been a wasted – it would have been the wasting of the end of his career with the Patriots. Yeah. And it's actually kind of a good thing that he got to be with the Bucs and, yeah. and and maximize the end of his he, career. As like – I know I know he threw three interceptions last week, like, like two weeks ago, but like he still got it in the sense of he's still – with the shits on his his mental game um and even like the the two out of the three interceptions in the second half of the nfc championship weren't they weren't that bad like the the throw punt you know what i mean like wasn't atrocious like wasn't that bad and then like the tip from evans's hands and Jerry, you you know like me personally, like I I am so like not even Brady, but like any any quarterback in general, like should never be penalized for like their receivers tipping the ball into the defensive oh, yeah. players' hands. Like it's so stupid. Like yeah, it's tough. Give give like the defensive players another stat. Like oh, like 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 a a tipped ball, like a, a tipped intercept, like. Stop calling it the like an interception, um, but yeah. So final final estimate. So I say Chiefs win. J- Jarrett, I'm going to say Chiefs win thirty five to twenty four. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do an actual scores. No, okay. I'm not giving a score. But James, what do you think? No, you guys give a score. Give a score. Don't be don't be soft. Okay, okay. I'll say Chiefs win. 35 32 okay if all right and i i'm just gonna throw it out there i don't care if it sounds inaccurate but okay so this is my thing if the chiefs win i'm gonna say uh somewhere around like a five to seven point difference so they always score 30 right so i wouldn't really know so 30 uh for for your own reference patrick mahomes has never lost by less than a score 
Okay. Which means he's never lost by more than three points. Uh, by more than uh six points. Okay, and then and if if the Bucks win, I would say that that they would win by three to six points if okay. that's the outcome. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like he's never lost by more than like six points. Yeah. Okay. And then what about the Washington Equalists? What are they playing? Uh, never because it's a terrible name. Ah. Oh. All right. So next week we'll get a little more. So what's your what's your what's your, what's your final <laughs> yeah. score prediction? I didn't James, it down. Please. He said thirty something to approximately <laughs> seven to six points. I, I just I I have no idea what these teams score. So okay. All right. If it's I'm gonna say if they if the if the Chiefs win thirty seven to twenty eight. Okay. And then if the Bucks win, I'm gonna say uh thirty four to thirty one. He's gonna get it and we should we should have like bet like official money on this because <laughs> I don't know. That's just that's just the fuck. James is like that guy is. who plays fantasy who's never played football before. Like, <laughs> no, no, the guy, no. Who the guy who does the March Madness tournament. I don't even have like a profile pic or anything. <laughs> See, that's actually a really good. So I know we're wrapping up the episode here, yeah. but something that maybe we can look this forward is, to. This is gonna be a mixtape wrapping up the episode. <laughs> it's gonna be like an hour left. <laughs> well, I was thinking the next episode possibly. Yeah. We do a dynasty fantasy draft with James and Ethan because okay. I think that fantasy sport, fantasy football, could be a, a a big part of this. Yeah, and you know, in my opinion, the only way for a person to truly learn football is to do a do a season of fantasy. Okay, even All if right. you start out not knowing shit. You'll end up you'll end up knowing something because I'm down to try it if you guys are gonna like walk me through it because I think yeah. that's the only way I would I would actually be interested. Well to me we'll walk you through it. It could be a little podcast thing. The only thing is, I mean, we can do a four person league, which I would be kind of interested in because then everyone's team would be pretty good. Right. But the fourth person, I don't know if you'd want to be uh, I believe LP is what we're gonna recall what we're gonna refer to as Ethan's lady person. Yep. Um, LP could she, be the fourth uh, member. She would whip our ass. <laughs> Kendra could be the fourth member. Oh, but I mean, yeah. like a nice little four-member league where like James would have a good team no matter what. Yeah, I feel like it'd be good because you know, you know, we could talk about fantasy on the on the podcast, and if we're all in the same league, it would be kind of better. And then we could literally do the draft on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be fun. I'd okay. also uh, so next week I'd also like to talk a little. On um, music, so I I've had some music takes, and I'd like to like to air them out and see what James uh, James thinks. Yeah, James, you like the guitar, buddy? Go ahead. No, no, <laughs> next time we'll we'll talk next week on them. Because <laughs> I know I know Jared's like a you're more new new world rap world order, fan. yeah, yeah, new world <laughs> order. And uh, James is kind of equal to stakeholder. James is kind of a fan. <laughs> James is kind of a fan of everything, so I figured we could all have like a takes show on it at some point. I want to say we can do those things if you want, Ethan, but I'm going to say next show we should have a Dynasty Fantasy yeah, draft. Yeah, no, I'm all in. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And also, a quick side note, I'm going to show you. You can cut this out, but I'm going to show you some stuff because we're obviously we're going to still be doing this. I wasn't sure like if we were, so I'm going to show you what we should do next time when we record so that way yeah. the audio comes out better. Okay. We can go over the technique now if you want and keep that in. 
Uh, no, we'll, 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 there'll be a cut. But <laughs> yeah. But I want to say, moving forward now that this is being recorded, I, I, I'm going to text you, James, in the next, you know, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, but yeah. start to do the initial the initial suggestions of fantasy. I'll explain some things to you. I'll help okay. you draft if you want, which would okay. be helpful. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I think it'd be good because you know, yeah. really, it's 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 pretty simple. Especially if we have someone like Mary Beth or or, or Kendra in it, then ah, whatever, But but like like whoever we have in it, like it'll be a good learning opportunity for you. And also, I feel like the end result is always knowing more, like football players, and like being able to talk about it more. Even if you okay. really don't know what's going on, you're gonna be like, at least yeah, I know the oh, names. And, and you'd be like, fuck yeah. this guy, he screwed me in fantasy. And that's at least like you know, it's thirty fun. seconds of interesting discussion. Wait, so how are we ending this though? Are we gonna say like something I to the people? I will lead it. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all for listening. This has been our <laughs> this has been our second episode of the uh, the Bug Thy Thumb podcast, and uh, we hope to hear you. Uh, feel free to we have an email account now, so our account is the uh, bite that it's all no caps bite thy thumb podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at uh, at bite thy thumb podcast on mm. Twitter. Uh, send some questions or just some comments and we're happy to answer them yeah positive wow. comments if you got any negative feedback you know now keep it we don't want to shove it up your ass <laughs> in a respectful way you know thank you guys so much and uh please never respond with anything negative uh have a great week bye Went to the it's the big Rings now. Tough mind, strong ties from a small town. Small fry, keep trying for your small town. Your time, go time, ain't so small now. Have pride, aim high, going strong now. Sharp teeth, big round, all the poles that's cowboy. Bring out the gloves. Jungle, jungle, oh yeah. So bring out the blood.